serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Tuesday. This portion of the program is brought to you by Parker and Sons Plumbing Electrical. Two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. Uh, coming up in just about 10 minutes. Um, I said this yesterday. I'm going to say it again. Democrats should not be allowed to speak. Well, they should. Uh... We played Kamala Harris. That's a very simple question. Is the border secure? And she went for 45 seconds. She may still be talking. And said absolutely nothing. But if you were to edit the 45 seconds, if you were to edit the, the what, the blank spaces, it'd be a three-second clip. She had no idea you what to say. You ever done that with Obama? Because Obama had the great... Oh. <laughs> and you would take something that's like, this was 62 seconds here. Yeah. This is 12 seconds without the pauses and the looking at uh, the, the prompter. Well, now I'm adding Joe Biden to the list because yeah. in a few minutes, we're going to tell you why he held a celebration at the White House. While the Dow fell 1,276 points. Not a good look. Not a good look. Democrats should not be allowed to speak. Katie Hobbs has already done that. We'll see if see if anybody else wants to wants to stop by and do that. But the big local story is Robert Sarver. Uh, he is the son's owner. He's been suspended for a year. He's been fined $10 million. Guy's dropping the N-word. He's treating women like garbage. Uh, inappropriate comments. What, he took his pants off for some dude in the office? Yeah, I don't know what on? that is. Uh, again, uh... What? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> hey, what happened at work today? Uh, my owner, you guys know the guy I work for? Yeah, yeah. yeah that guy showed me his, uh, his willy. He, he, he showed me his willy. That's oh, all oh, I'm saying. Oh, jeez. Let's not go to the willy. Twigs and berries. Uh, all right. Joining us now is uh, Monica Lindstrom. Who? KTA, our legal analyst. She's the attorney to the stars, meaning us. Uh, Monica, is there a possibility? Sorry you had to join us after that awful comment that Chad made. <laughs> It was pretty awful. It was pretty awful. Uh, we'll edit it out of the podcast. Nah, actually, screw it. Leave it in. Um, can Sarver be forced to sell the team? I think a lot of Suns fans are out there saying, wait a minute, you treat your, your, your female employees like dirt? Like they're, they're not equal to you? Like they're a possession for you? And you're dropping the N-word and your pants? Can Sarver be forced to sell the team? Well, that's a good question, and it depends on what your definition of forced is. Can the NBA force him? Well, maybe. Look at his contract. What's his contract with the NBA? What does it say? Does it say that if he does the things that the investigation found that he did, they can't force him to sell? Possibly. But remember, this is a a private property interest. You know, the NBA is not the government, right? They don't have to go through the same requirements that the government might have to go through to um, force someone to sell property or to take it from them. And the NBA doesn't have the rights that the government has. So it can't just step in and take private property away from an owner. So you would, number one, you would need to look at the contract to see if they can use that against him. Number two, could he be forced by the public? Could he be forced by the fans? Could he be forced by the team? Well, maybe, right? You know, if people stop buying tickets and they don't want to go to the game, then maybe he's losing money or he gets convinced by or other people convince him that, look, the sons are suffering because of you. You should sell. So there's all types of ways that someone can be forced to do something. But if you're talking about strictly the NBA and the Suns, you have to look at the contract to determine. And I think, honestly, it's going to be difficult because the findings that were made in the investigation didn't show or stated that there was no intent, I think, is a good way to explain it. It said that um, the investigation made no finding that Mr. Sarver's workplace misconduct was motivated by racial or gender 
gender-based animus. So I think that's probably the only positive thing that uh, Mr. Sarver can use out of that investigation. You know, Monica, I was reading uh, some of the stuff that could get him out. One of them is you need 75% of the actual owners, not the Suns owners, but Mm -hmm. the NBA owners to go, yeah, we want this guy gone for them to force a sale. But their Mm -hmm. fear is, hey, you didn't find enough in here that makes us think that you should do that. So there's no way that's going to happen. But but if I'm Sarver, I'm also worried. uh, What if people try to drive the price down so they think they can get this thing pennies on the dollar in a business world? uh, that's not unheard of. Yeah, and, and that could happen, right? Because this is a business transaction. It's not the government. It, it's private. It's a club. The NBA is a club, right? Think about it that way. So that is absolutely something that could happen. But remember, these are other owners that might be looking at themselves going, oh, boy, you know, he's had this for 20 years mm-hmm. and he's made mistakes. I mean, I've made mistakes, too. So are we going to set this precedent You know, those are things that people would be thinking about before they take these steps. Monica Lindstrom's joining us, KTR legal analyst, and we're discussing the Suns owner, Robert Sarver, suspended for a year, fined $10 million, uh, the N-word, the treatment of women, uh, should he sell the team? Uh, You know, one one of the things, like, you look, I think a lot of people look at this story and they're like, okay, well, if it was my boss, that boss would be gone. If my boss treated me like that, if my boss dropped the N-word, if my boss, you know, if I'm a woman and my boss comes over and says something, you know, sexually explicit to me, that boss is probably going to be bounced. But it's like, I don't know, it's like these rich old white guys, you you know, Trump, and and it comes to mind, Robert Sarver comes to mind. There are no rules for these guys, apparently, because all the all they're the owner. Yeah, and they don't answer anybody. They don't answer to, there is no stockholders. There's no chairmen of the board. So that means they they can do whatever they want? Well, in a lot of ways, that means it's their business. So it's the public that would probably have a better time ousting them. And, And I think that's a good point. Legally, if you were the owner of a business, unless you're violating federal or state laws that obviously are in place to protect your employees, then you can really do whatever you want, right? And so just because you own a business and that business happens to be the Phoenix Suns, that doesn't mean that you are required to be a good guy or a good woman, right, or a good boss. It just means that you own the company and you have the right to run it how you see fit, as long as you're not violating any of those laws. Now, from what we've heard from this investigation, there's no prosecutions coming out of this, this is strictly still a private matter. All right. So in private matters, you look to the contracts. Yep. All right. Monica Lindstrom. It's always about the attorneys, Gatos. It is KTAR legal <laughs> analyst. She's a lawyer. <laughs> She's right. a judge. You're a judge now, yeah, so you don't even know. You're like, yeah, yeah. the attorneys are the worst. All right. Wait. Thanks, Monica. Bye, guys. All right. Now, now there can, there is, there's likely a language in this agreement, you, you t- Monica talks about the contract. There's likely language that would allow for the removal of Sarver for cause. Inside of well, if you with his other with the other owners of the Suns. with the other owners of the Suns. But here's the Correct. thing: that's if we think that everybody hates Robert. Mm-hmm. If uh, let's say there's 11 or 12 or whatever besides him. Let's say seven of them like Sarver. Well, you're going to probably need everybody to oust him. I don't think it's about liking the guy, disliking the guy. It Maybe that's just the ego part of it. But if he's detrimental to the club, if if what Monica says is, 
Well, what if what if Suns fans look at this and they say, "Listen, I don't want to. I'm not going to go and spend money at your game That's if you're where treating it has to women like that." I'm not going anywhere near you. I love the Suns, but I'm not going to go near your court. I'm not going to spend money. Then you're in trouble. It always comes down to the money. So, Well, that's where it has to happen. It's not going to happen. I, well, obviously, the NBA is not going to be able to do anything about it. And like Monica pointed out, a lot of those guys, and remember, some of the stuff that was benign 20 years ago isn't anymore. And opportunities there. If you want to house somebody, you possibly can. I, I just think at this point in time, uh, they're going to have to, it's going to have to be either advertisers, mm. the fans, or there's going to have to be huge momentum and a real opportunity for somebody inside there to put together enough votes and to push him out if they find something. And will they? I, I don't know. All right. Coming up next, coming up. Um, as I said yesterday, Democrats should not be allowed to talk. And someone should have told the president that today when he decided to have what, what do you have a ticker tape parade at the White House? Well, he had James Taylor there. And he that's had all that we James need to know. Taylor there. They had a celebration. He dug him up. A celebration. <laughs> they literally dug him up. What is he having a celebration for? Well, it's a it, they bringing down the inflation. Everything's great. Eh. You want to talk about tone deaf? Listen to this coming up next on the Gatos and Chad show. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. <laughs> it's your birthday. We'll forget you on that one. It's not my birthday. It was no, already my is. birthday. Oh, Pablo, he turned 44 today. It is. We're going to get the kazoo later. Uh, the Gatos mm-hmm. Big Q Poll Question of the Day. Huge. Uh, so I, 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 I proposed the... the 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 poll uh, on the Broomhead show eight fifty. So did he miss you-, you while you were gone? I, I have no idea. I didn't. I didn't ask Bruno. I'm sure he didn't. <laughs> I'm sure he didn't. Here's my question today. It's official. Katie Hobbs has decided not to debate Carrie Lake. I think a. It's a great move. Debates have become unwatchable. Uh, B. Bad move. Scaredy cat. Uh, the number one answer is bad move. Scaredy cat. Fifty nine percent. You can go and vote. KTAR.com. Brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Okay. Um, yesterday, we heard from the vice president. She was asked a very simple question. Have you guys secured the border? Is the border secure? She hemmed and hawed. It was unbelievable. It was one of the worst answers I've ever heard from a sitting official, especially a vice president. Who, by the way, let's all remind everybody, who is the czar, She's the czar. Uh, the czar She's taking care of, it. of our border? Immigration it is her. Is her. Yeah, she's done a uh, phenomenal job. job. So she tried to answer the question, and I, honestly, I don't think she knows how to speak no. in front of a camera. But we've, I, I've been telling you that for how many right. times have we played stuff where we must do what we've been doing and the it's day terrible. that we be do th- every day. That when she explained to the people in Houston on that radio show what was going on <laughs> in Ukraine, uh, Ukraine, Ukraine is a country. <laughs> In Europe? It was just... Okay, right? So... She's a heartbeat away from the I know, it's scary. There's no doubt. Today, the White House celebrated. What a great day. Yes. Phenomenal. Fantastic. What a great day. Joe Biden was celebrating uh, the fact, in his mind, inflation. The problem has been solved. Uh, No, it hasn't. By the way, Phoenix, number one inflation city in the country. Yeah. Okay. Uh, by the way, inflation is up this month. And, oh, and they thought it was going to go down. Uh-huh. Why and you, it went up. Why are you holding a celebration at the White House? Because they got the bill. 
Okay, so it's just so it's the Inflation Reduction Act. Yes. Okay, and that makes you want to bring James Taylor. Awful. Oh my gosh, he Awful. sang that he alone. Sang at the White House. Sent, that was worth at least one percentage point of our stock market falling. Oh. I'm sorry. I thought he was dead. Is that wrong? That is ho- Becky Lynn, the, the, is that wrong? I thought he was dead. That was dead. horrible. Let's not pretend. I'm, no, Let's I, not forget, he played Footprint Center and filled the place not too many months ago. A bunch of hippies. Yeah. A bunch of weed-smoking I, oh, 70s hippies. Goodness. I can't stand hippies. My goodness. Such animosity. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister. The look How? on his face, right? He looked like he sucked <laughs> a lemon when he heard that. <laughs> He's a big fan. Steve Zinsmeister well, no. loves James How Taylor. How did you explain James Taylor to us? I think he's the perfect fit for a Biden event because he's so old and I can't <laughs> understand what he's saying anymore. So listen to and this. And I love James Taylor. And we they don't. Told ya. Gatos yeah, no, and I, I like can't him. stand him. But that rather, was really bad. I'd, that rather, was horrible. I'd rather listen to country music than that guy. There you go. All right. Now, you know what I feel about Fox News and CNN. I don't watch it. I don't watch it. But this is Fox News. You're more of a TMZ guy. For years, so many of us have been trying. They're carrying this press conference or whatever, this victory lap from Biden. They're carrying it. This is Fox News. For years, so many of us have been trying to fix this problem. But for years, Big Pharma blocked Medicare from negotiating lower drug practices. Prices. All right, I do not want to be a party crasher, but we interrupt this celebration for a hard, cold dose of reality. Stocks tanking because inflation is accelerating. The very inflation that the president said he's made great progress addressing, heralding his Inflation Reduction Act. Now, let me explain something. That is Neil Cavuto. He is a very, very fair person. Yes. He is one of the only fair people on Fox. When you look at CNN, you know, is there really one fair person over there? I'm not really sure. But I know Neil Cavuto is very, very fair. And for him to say that. He uh, fact-checked him right there. It's crazy. The yeah. Dow was down 1,276 points. And Joe Biden has James freaking Taylor performing on the White House lawn. You want to know what my favorite part of the day was? What is that? Let's listen to this. Your extraordinary leadership has made this glorious day possible. This what? That's an applause line. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to tell you, all I think of when I hear that is... Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush. Yeah. Oh, you guys give clap. Yeah. <laughs> so she set up an applause line and every, nobody applauds. But everybody there loves Joe Biden. So why didn't they applaud? I think it's because I couldn't understand what Pelosi was saying. fell out in the middle of it. Yeah. I, and I said it again. I don't think Democrats should be allowed to speak. What you've what you've been, you know, telling us over the last, you know, whatever is drivel. And so stop uh, trying to tell us you're not for open borders when you don't do anything. You just passed an Inflation Reduction Act that will have no inflation reduction for several years, if any. And most of it is going to green energy. And you're playing at at the end of the day, you're playing James Taylor. You you grabbed him out of the nursing home. You rolled him out there. (laughs) You gave him a guitar. He can barely play anymore. I got to be honest with you. I just feel like the thing's not tuned. I, I I don't know. I find it hilarious that the next line is, I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end. Right, yeah. right. Come on. <laughs> Tell me that's not ironic. That's ironic. <sighs> uh, how tone deaf can the White House be 
when they are celebrating the, the what they think is inflation has been solved, but inflation is up. And the Dow was way down today, and yet James Taylor singing to Joe Biden. Oh, that's, that's great. lame. All right, up next, up Becky Lynn's got the headlines. We're going to interrupt them. Stick around. Arizona's news station, news station, KTAR on air, ninety-two three FM, online at ktar.com, and streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic now. It's 3.30, and you know what that means. Time for us to hold up the headlines. Here's Becky Lynn. Here's our top story this afternoon. The Phoenix Suns and Mercury owner Robert Sarver has been suspended and fined after a months-long investigation into alleged misconduct. Sarver will be suspended from all team and league-related events and business for one year and pay a $10 million maximum fine following the NBA's investigation. 98.7 FM's Arizona Sports Station's Dan Bickley tells the Mike Broomhead Show this could mean trouble for team sponsors. For the NBA to kind of put forth all of this, yeah, I think... I think it's going to make those sponsors react. NBA lawyers found on multiple occasions Sarver used the N-word when quoting others. It also found Sarver treated women working for the team unequally and that he said sex-related and demeaning comments to employees. Taylor Kinnerup, KTAR News. Now Sarver and the Sons and Mercury are now reacting to the NBA's report and punishment. In a statement, Sarver says, quote, While I disagree with some of the particulars of the NBA report, I would like to apologize for my words and actions that offended our employees. And then he goes on to say he accepts the consequences. The teams released a joint statement saying they're committed to creating a safe, respectful, and inclusive work environment. And it goes on to say Sarver is taking responsibility for his actions. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. He got off easy. This is, this is nothing. $10 million to Robert Sarver is nothing. It's, it's 20 bucks to, to us, uh, one year away from the game. Big deal. Listen, how away if you, if you act like how a, away from the game is he going to be? He's probably not going to be away from the game. Yeah. If you act like a pig, do you really deserve to own a franchise? Honestly, if you treat women like they are possessions, do you really deserve to own a franchise? If you start dropping the N word, do you really deserve to own a franchise? And as a Suns fan, do you want to go and pay money and put more money in this guy's pocket? That's a question you're going to have to ask yourself. If you want him gone, that's the best way you're going to do it. Because based on the fact that you need the, if the NBA is going to force him, they need 75% of the owners, the owners of the NBA franchises to want him out. That is not going to happen because some of them, I'm sure, have skeletons in their closet. So it's going to have to be either the local owners or the actual fans and or advertisers locally that could force him out. We're holding up the headlines. Happening right now, students are safe, but Phoenix police are investigating a suspicious backpack at Betty Fairfax High School. The campus is on lockdown. Police are asking parents not to drive to the school yet. Dietra Dam will have more on that coming up in traffic. Reunification details being set up. You can keep it here on KTAR for more on that and this developing story. Why do we need to know that? It's it's a question. Why do we need to know about a suspicious backpack? The school has been put on lockdown. So that's the reason. Yes. Okay. Because a suspicious backpack... Doesn't mean there's a school shooting. No. A suspicious backpack could mean nothing. And it's like... We're cautious. I understand that, but we're hearing even the little small details from schools like... You know, they're, they're closing down because of this or, they're, or they're, they're, they're on lockdown because of this and then nothing is happening. So are we starting to overreact a little bit over a backpack? I, I feel like I'm just wondering 
This goes back to when I was a kid and I used to travel to Europe a lot and they would have to play soccer. They would tell you all the time, if you leave your, you know, your, your luggage for more than 10 minutes, they'll dispose of it yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a bit of overkill. I mean, I understand that you want to make sure that every kid is safe, but are we going to start locking schools down because every time we see the most small, little, suspicious thing going on? Let's keep in mind, it says there's a suspicious backpack. We don't know Anything. if it was just... No, it, this is brand new breaking news. Mm. They could have more information about this backpack and they're not found the backpack. We do not know okay. yet. Okay, all right. They did put the school on lockdown. All right, so we, how many schools have we had on lockdown since the school, since the school year started? Dozens in Arizona yeah. and dozens across the nation. Yeah. And thankfully, we haven't had a school shooting, thankfully. Um, but you can tell that, you know, some kids, some surprise kid who's 11 years old was arrested yesterday. Charged with a felony. Yeah. yeah. Because he's like, yep, I'm going to shoot up the school. You're 11. You've been brought to jail now. You're 11 years old. We're holding up the headlines. KTAR eyes on the economy. For the second year in a row, Arizona's economy is breaking records. From June 2021 to June 2022, the Arizona Commerce Authority and other economic leaders secured more than 24,000 new jobs for the state. And Valley economist Jim Rounds calls that impressive. So we're adding jobs, but now we're adding higher value added jobs. This is important. It includes Core Power's announcement to build a 1 million square foot battery manufacturing facility in Buckeye. That is going to create 3,000 new jobs. What he's talking about is jobs is we're adding the jobs that aren't the the seasonal jobs, mm. the jobs where you're paid by hourly, the bigger salary, mid-level like kind of jobs, which is what you want. If you're going to grow a state and you're going to have a great base, you need those kind of jobs. We're holding up the headlines with Becky Lynn. Meanwhile, Valley inflation skyrocketed to 13 percent, the highest of any metro area and well above the national average at 8.3 percent. Valley economist Danny Court blames it on our high home prices. We're not immune from all of the other inflationary impacts um, in food or medical care or anything like that. And then on top of that, we've had such a hot housing market. Court says it could be months till we see a significant drop in inflation. Yeah, 13 percent in Phoenix. And while all that's happening, the president of the United States holds a party at the White House. But what a great day. Listen to this. What a great day. No, it's not a great day. No, it's not. You're out of touch. Inflation is up. And their party at the White House was to celebrate this Inflation Reduction Act. That doesn't really do any of the things that you think it's going to do based on the name. And then they rolled out that fossil uh James Taylor, not a joke, and he's singing. He, they, they actually had a musical performance to talk. Oh, we have to have a musical performance to say how great uh, inflation is in America. That we that we no, we're sitting here in Phoenix, thirteen percent. Yeah, the oh, White House. Where was our mayor? Was she was she there? Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Celebrating. Was she at the White House yep. too? I she believe was. she was. We have a uh, uh, Taylor Tassler did a story with her. Really? I think uh, talked to her on the phone. Yeah, talk is about that, all the great yeah. things that's going on here we'll with thirteen point four percent inflation. Yeah. I, I don't think she's happy about thirteen percent in her city. But she went. She went to a place. She went to the White House and they celebrated it. Well, they did, of course. I don't, Becky Lynn, I don't, I don't You like celebrate that. the wins, right? They got a bill What's passed. What's the win? They, There's they, no they, win. It's 13%. At the end of the day, you got a bill passed. That's all you cared that's about. That's crap. Oh, can I say I can't say that you on the You can't say that's crap. All right. You already did, so it doesn't matter. No, I Let's take it back. Let's move on. I got a good story here. Okay. Really good one. You like parades? No, no. A local legend and Phoenix sports icons being honored as the Fiesta Bowl Parade Grand Marshal. KTAO's Colton Krolak is going to tell us who. I consider it an honor to be representing the fabulous Fiesta Bowl 
Phoenix Suns play-by-play man and Hall of Fame broadcaster Al McCoy will be a key member in the festivities. He says he's been impressed with the growth of the Bull Game and Parade, and he can't wait for the event. To get the invitation to be the Grand Marshal to the parade was uh, a surprise, but something that uh, really was very meaningful to me. The parade will take place December 17th in Phoenix. Reporting live, Colton Black, KTAR News. I don't like parades, but I do like the bowl. So there you go. I don't like parades, but I do love Al McCoy. As you guys well know, he and I like to sit by his pool, tan, and eat the uh, finger sandwiches that his amazing butler prepares. And uh, Chad, you should really come by. I and by might. the way, Al McCoy's got great legs for an 80-year-old guy. I might do that. Well, he's almost old enough to be president or play <laughs> with uh, James Taylor. Oh, goodness Woo! gracious. There you have it, holding up the headlines. Held them up. Yes, we did. Like we were panhandlers in Glendale. In Glendale. That's right. Being very aggressive. Becky Sorry Leonard about that, Becky. the news. We jumped in the back of her. We cleaned her. Day, yeah, you better not be opening my door and coming into my car in here. We interrupt, react to the day's top stories. All right. We've got midterm mayhem on the way. Every day at 4.05, Carrie Lake compared herself to Jesus. That should be fun. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. All right, well, the White House uh, had a party today because they were, how do I say this? They said inflation has been solved. And they even had James Taylor performing fire and raid at the White House. All while that's going on, inflation is up and the stock market is down. 1,276 points today. It's the worst day since 2020, June of 2020, what happened today? Because the White House, my goodness, tone deaf. Uh, joining us now is our buddy Jeff Jr., President, CEO, Trajan Wealth. Jeff, how are you today? I'm doing great, Larry. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Why did the stock market crash today? Inflation. I think you nailed it. Inflation didn't go down nearly as much as they had anticipated. Is that it? Why would that make the markets uh, so volatile today? Yeah, that, that's really it. So the Fed is going to be meeting next week, and they're probably going to be raising interest rates another half a percent to maybe even 1%. I think the going theme is about 0.75% what they're going to raise interest rates. So what that does is that just brings our cost of living up even more. So the market has had a big run-up up to this point. Everybody was anticipating that inflation would slow down a little bit, but this is what happens when you spend and spend and spend. Jeff Jr., President and CEO of uh, Trajan Wealth, and we're talking about the Dow, 1,276 points today. Obviously, inflation is the big one. Chad, you and I were talking about it uh, earlier. What was the Dow? Thirty. It was at 36,999 at the beginning of the year, and now we're uh, we're down. We're down almost four points today, Jeff. That is uh, it's not a good mm-hmm. feel, but they were celebrating at the White House today. Do you, do you understand? Because they fixed inflation for <laughs> oh, us. gosh. Yeah, inflation has come down a little bit, but it definitely isn't fixed. There's only one way to really fix inflation, and that's to get people to stop spending. Mm. Uh, I don't think we as citizens can do it, but I think the government can take a little bit of lesson out of this here that we just got to stop spending a little bit to cool this down. Hey, Jeff, when you talk to your clients, when people mm-hmm. call you and they're in a panic, they've looked at their 401k today and they call you over a Trajan Wealth. 
What do you tell them? I think first and foremost, we have to put things into perspective because the vast majority of people who are investing are investing over a long period of time. So one day shouldn't affect too much out of an entire retirement plan. The biggest thing that I'd suggest to anybody that's whether they're clients of Trajan Wealth or anyone is make sure you're allocated to your risk tolerance and make sure that you can afford to make moves like this. I I would say there's two pieces of advice that I want to give to clients that aren't clients of Trajan Wealth, and that's a lot of people believe that bonds don't lose money. And bonds and interest rates have an inverse relationship. So when a lot of people are investing in bonds and interest rates are going up, bonds can be the worst place because as soon as interest rates start going up, which we all know they're doing, Mm -hmm. bond prices actually go down. So a lot of bonds are losing money. So make sure you're allocated correctly. Another place that you want to make sure that you're investing in is in quality companies because it's affected all of us on the consumer level. We have to pay more for gas and groceries and services, but that rings true for businesses. So a lot of these businesses who aren't profitable, who are running their business based upon loans or investments are paying more in interest, which is causing their balance sheet to get a little backwards and that company that's not profitable isn't going to be as profitable for you as the investor. So make sure that you're investing in quality companies. All right. Cryptocurrency. That's all I heard. No, uh, no. So everything I heard there was just no, no. cryptocurrency. <laughs> take everything you have, <laughs> cryptocurrency, and short no. everything on meme stocks. And short everything else? <laughs> yeah, meme stocks. Meme stocks, cryptocurrency. 1276. Dow down today. Worst day since June of 2020. Jeff Jr., president and CEO of Trajan Wealth. Uh, thanks for joining us, man. Talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. All right. So uh, it's been a crazy day in terms of the stock market. Also, the news, you heard Becky Lynn say it. Phoenix, inflation rate, 13%. That's insane. I just saw Governor Ducey tweet about this, and he was ripping Washington. He has every right to. I mean, um, 13% in Phoenix. Inflation. And what was the mayor of Phoenix doing today? Celebrating with Biden at the White House. What are you celebrating? Oh, that's right. The, the James Taylor's still here. The Inflation alive. Reduction Act. Yeah. Well, uh, it's, it's awesome, not helping man. her city. It's, uh, look at the, look at it fall. I'm looking outside right now. Look at the inflation fall. Oh wait, there no, that's go. not. That's not. It's rain. <laughs> Coming up next. Coming up. Midterm mayhem. Mayhem. Uh, Carrie Lake compares herself to Jesus. Oh, geez. Oh, oh wait a minute. Uh,